That was Herculean. Herculean? Herculean or Herculean? Herculean, I think, is how I would say that. Tomato, tomato with that one. Literally, nobody says tomato. Have you ever met anybody that says tomato? I say tomato. No, you don't. (laughs) You liar. Yeah, I don't know. No, but who cares? I care. I'm the language police, and you're under arrest. Okay. Sorry. (laughs) I apologize. You can apologize to the judge. Uh, Guilty. What's up? The language judge? Yeah, the language judge in the language court. Who's in the language jury? Um, your peers, all of your peers, the internet, the internet is the jury. Well, then anything goes, really. (laughs) Sort of, yeah, that's true. (laughs) So this whole conversation doesn't even need to happen, really, I mean. Yeah. What's going on? Uh, you know, just... Actually, I have something. Okay. I'm I'm so excited. I know you love these things. Yeah. But actually, give the give the pitch first, and then uh, then I'll get into my thing. Oh, sure. Okay. Uh, this is the Whip Punish Games cast. I'm Nick, joined by AJ, a- slash AJ Suave, uh, to nice. talk about- Nice. To talk about games and stuff. Dude, you just leveled up. You just- yep. we, got the, we got the skill tree there, and you get to pick a new skill because you leveled up. Way to be. I'm awake. We're actually recording, like, later in the day for once, and- uh, yeah, I, I actually wanted to mention a couple things because I never remember to do it. If you want to talk to us, we have an email. It's withpunishgame at gmail.com. We also have merch. There's always a link in the episode description. Yeah, And, and uh, the best way to get in touch with us is social media at withpunishgame. That's Twitter, and I believe it's the same on Instagram, actually, which Instagram's sort of a barren wasteland, but it's okay. Um... But that's it. I just wanted to mention those couple things because I never did. Way to be. Way to be because this is a games cast and thus we talk about games. So here, I got something for you. Are you ready for this? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm very ready. All right, so I have in my hands here the Game Informer magazine. Have uh-huh. you seen one of those lately? I have not. Not in person. And uh, they did an article, Games of the Generation. I actually saw this on their website. Did you? Yeah. So I was I was gonna I was gonna read some of them to you and just get your reaction, but if you've already seen them, then I guess it can't be a natural reaction. Yeah, I I, I mean I don't necessarily remember them, um, but I I did I did look at the article. So spoiler, sorry. Spoiler. All right. Well, top tier they had Last of Us, Witcher Three, Red Dead, Legend of Zelda, God of War. That's no surprise, really. Yeah. Story driven number. I don't think these are in order of rank. They're just they listed five for yeah. each category. Yeah. But number one on story driven was her story. Did you see that? Did you play that? I did play that, and I thought that was really a weird choice. I think it's I think it's probably just because of how that game works and and shows the story to you. That part was interesting. That that was a pretty cool thing. Uh, I don't know if you know much about it at all, actually. No, I don't. I have no idea. Yeah, you're like um, I never talked about this on the podcast. Actually, you the no, the 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 screen of it on the magazine is like an FMV. Uh, it's all FMV, and you play a. Well, it would be a spoiler if I tell you who you play. You are a person 
digging through video archives at a police station and you're trying to learn about a murder involving this woman on the video and you have to like search keywords in the database and like try and piece together what happened and that's the whole game and there's like no th there is an ending in quotes but it is completely up to you to kind of decide when you think you know everything and that's it and it's uh it's pretty cool it was an interesting experience uh that that designer has another game called telling lies that came out last year that i want to play i just haven't got around to it I, I heard it wasn't as good as her story yeah it's interesting i've never heard of it yeah it's worth playing it's it's cool the second thing on this list is Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice, yeah, get, which we actually get the played together. Get, get out of here with that. <laughs> it was cool. I mean, whatever. Sure. What Remains of Edith Finch? I never played that. It's it's interesting. That's an interesting thing to play through also. Kentucky Route Zero. We have an <laughs> also, episode where you talk about that. I also, saw a lot also of get I've been here. seeing that in a lot of articles. Yeah, I think actually, that game's lately. way overrated. Way overrated. And Disco Elysium. Good game. Yeah, I just picked that up on a sale actually. Steam I wouldn't too. say um Disco Elysium is gonna come up later in the episode, but like I wouldn't I wouldn't say that game had like an amazing story. Uh it's just like cool how it works more than anything, in my opinion. So the category is story driven. Oh, okay, sure. So I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. The not it's not necessarily best story. Yeah. Yeah, story driven kind of I guess changes things a little bit. Uh, FPS, they have Call of Duty Modern Warfare, which is interesting. I sure. guess because of I guess because of how successful it is. I think I mean even before Warzone came out, people were pretty amped about that one specifically. It's just weird to me that a series that comes out every year would be on the list as a genre defining game. Yeah, like, I mean it is good shooting. Like even <laughs> I'll, even I'll admit that you know like yeah yeah the gunplay is good. I mean, the rest of these: Destiny Two, Titanfall Two, Doom Eternal. Hell yeah! I don't have any. I don't have any problem with like agreeing with any of those. Yeah. And then Half Life Alex is this VR thing. So S someday, maybe I'll yeah, play yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Intense action category: Uncharted Four. Hilarious. Yeah. Intense action. Sure. Monster Hunter World. Sure. Sure. Control. Yeah, control's intense. Resident Evil Two, sure, and then and then Bloodborne. Oh, Bloodborne did make it. Okay, I I, I remember being upset that Bloodborne wasn't mentioned anywhere. So that's I must random, I must have mis misread that one. That's such a random assortment of games. It is though, for like yeah. That what is list. In, what is intense action? <laughs> <laughs> that could like describe anything. Yeah, that's like any video game basically. And then here's the the next category is open worlds, which is like. I don't know. It kind of seems like they got creative in how they can include all these games on their list. <laughs> probably. Yeah, probably. Open Worlds, uh, Metal Gear Solid Five. Fucking Assassin's, yes. Assassin's Creed Syndicate? Yeah. Uh, uh, Syndicate was such a weird ad, but Syndicate really was better than Which it one gets, is that? It, gets, uh, it was the one in England. Okay. Uh, you play as like a brother and sister. That that game is good. That that one gets overlooked all the time. 
Yes, especially with the last two that came out that's kind of switched things up. I feel like that's all anyone talks about anymore. I haven't even yep. heard about th- about the old ones. Yeah, Syndicate is they... more traditional. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah. Spider-Man and Ghost of Tsushima. Mm-hmm. I liked all three of those games. Um, old School Charm. Hollow Knight, Celeste, Axiom Verge, Undertale, Cuphead. Yeah, they're all good. Sure. Yeah. I didn't make it very far into Undertale. I didn't really enjoy that one very much. Really? I didn't know you even yeah. tried to play it. No, I played I played probably four or five hours. Does that sound right? Is it a long game? It's not very long. It might be ten or less. I played past, like, uh, Sans okay. Skeleton. Yeah. So I, it's, it's like a couple bosses in or one, two bosses in or something like that. Yeah. I, I love like, it. Oh, I love that oh, game. Really? Hell yeah, dude. That's a really good game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Soundtrack's amazing. Yeah, um sure. Animal Crossing. What's the next one? Wholesome Fun. This is the ne- the next Wholesome Fun is the next category. Okay. Animal Crossing. <laughs> Ori and the Will of the Wisps. I don't think which, Ori is which, wholesome. Which Stardew Valley Super Mario Odyssey and then Dreams. It's that's such a that's another random Yeah, that is random. Dreams. Like I've dream. been meaning to check in on Dreams, but I have not done that. Mindbenders. Inside, Box Boy and Box Girl. Yeah, I never played wit- Box Boy. The Witness. Witness is good. Tetris Effect. Not really Return a mindbender. Of- <laughs> Return of Oberdin. Hell yeah. Oberdin is definitely one of the best of yeah. the generation. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. JRPGs, Fire Emblem, Three Houses. Yep. Dra- Dragon Quest Eleven, Persona Five, Kingdom Hearts Three, Final Fantasy Seven Remake. Nah, we could leave that last one off. I was just watching a video before you called on um, this little video call thing to set this up. But it was Max on his channel talking about Final Fantasy Seven. He was like breaking down about it, about how uh, I don't know. A lot of people like that game. About the original or remake? No, the remake. Yeah, I don't know. It was whatever. It, the most interesting thing about it is that it exists. That's that's it to me. He was like going on about how, uh, like, every little detail is it's just fan service kind of. And uh, sure. he, him in particular, I don't know. He enjoys that about it, and hmm. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, fierce competition. Over. So I guess competitive. Overwatch, Apex, Fortnite, Rocket League, Smash Bros. <laughs> Hell yeah, Smash Bros. Laurels and legacies. Hmm. So this is uh this is actually saying best new best whatever in awarding a single game. I don't know if I read this. Best survival, Subnautica. Subnautica is awesome. Best roguelike, Dead Cells. Hmm. Best music rhythm, Beat Saber. Hmm. Best hmm. arcade action, Resogun. Best VR, Half Life Alex. Man, Resogun, they're really digging back for that one. Best strategic gameplay, Fire Emblem Three Houses. 
Best new no property. Way. Best new property, Horizon Zero Dawn. Mm. Best level design, Super Mario Odyssey. Best level building, Super Mario Maker 2. <laughs> I don't know many other games play, that could even go in that category. Destiny 2. Best evolution, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Yeah. I don't know. There's a ton of these. I don't need to go through every single one of them unless you're like really interested. Nah, we can move on. Most balanced into the breach. That's an interesting category. Oh, God. What a good game. Hey, most challenging, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. Mm. Eh. Best bre- breast breakout series. Breast breakout series. That's not <laughs> break what it out, says. Break out those breasts. <laughs> Yakuza. Wait. Oh, I- hmm. That's an interesting thing because, yeah, because like I was not aware of Yakuza at all until this generation, and we yeah. were we were five games deep before this generation. Yeah. Like I I think I remember Yakuza Five was like a PS3 release at the beginning of this generation. Yeah, yeah. So it's best strand game, best death strand, death stranding, best new design, Slay the Spire. Uh, sure, yeah. Yeah, I can't really think of anything else that would would have been like it. Slay the Spire is awesome. That's Holy all shit. I had for an intro. Sorry for uh, getting you all nervous. I know you're worried. That, was, that one wasn't a bit too bad, though. No, that, that was, was good. That, na- that natural reaction wasn't too bad, was it? No. It wasn't too painful? Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't some long, long explained hypothetical situation. <laughs> I apologize. I'm eccentric. <laughs> I'll do better. You you have to do better. <laughs> uh, so what are you up to today? Um, I uh, I just got back from a bike ride, but wow, I nice I, fall weather to bike in. Yeah, it was actually awesome. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I started something new today. If we want to talk about games, wow, we could do that. I guess. I, 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 and we can, and this can be quick because I didn't play that much of it. I checked out CrossCode, which I mentioned to you guys oh, this morning. Oh, no. Um, I think that game's really cool. Like, yeah. e- even just the tiny little bit that I played, yeah, I think it's really neat, and I, I want to play it. I want to give it more of a, like, dig Are into you gonna it Are you going to buy it? Yeah, I'll get it at some point. It's already not very expensive. I think it's only 20 bucks. But, yeah, that was on Game Pass. My Game Pass is winding down soon, so there's a couple other things I wanted to hit, and... Uh, luckily, I can carry over saves and stuff to other versions on PC. So, I figured. So, why? What about it makes you? I think. Uh, so, like I mentioned to you guys, that it reminded me of Hyper Light Drifter, and I liked Hyper Light Drifter quite a bit. Mostly, mostly because of the atmosphere of that game, not necessarily like gameplay or anything, but like the yeah. the aesthetic and how like dark and fucked up it was was like really was really cool. I, I did a video about it if you want to check my YouTube channel <laughs> four years ago. But uh that that game was really neat and it's its combat was like challenging but it was like limited. Like you didn't have a ton of options, options to, or anything, to yeah. do things. Yeah it was sort of it was sort of just dodge and mash a little bit and then you could shoot a gun and the gun would be like slightly different. But cross code is like basically that same idea except it's a full-on rpg 
and there is a whole skill tree of unlocking totally different abilities and you know it's like it's like taking what hyperlight drifter sort of is gameplay wise and just like you know going all in on giving you options to do other stuff and you manage a party and there's other people fighting with you and and shit like that and it's real time it's it's like it's like a classic JRPG except it's all real time combat. Not it's not turn based at all, and like that that intrigued me because it felt pretty good to play, and it, I could see where it could maybe get kind of crazy, like with combos and stuff and like different you know switching between different abilities and stuff on the fly. So yeah, I'm I'm interested in that alone, and then I think the uh, the premise of it is really weird. Like, do you know anything about it, like, story-wise? I know it's, like, them in a video game, kind yeah, of. Like, yeah, like, it's... And that's the game. It it confused me, because, like, it starts out, and you're like, oh, you're you're an avatar, you're not a real person, and it's like, yeah. what? It, but, yeah, but like, like, playing the game of the game. But you're, like, around other people to begin with, and they put you into this game. Yeah. And, and, and like, the game is, like... It's really confusing because, like, the game takes place, like, in a real location in the real world, which is, which does, which, it's, like, it's it's really hard to wrap my head around. Like, I actually am a little confused on how any of it really makes sense, but, but I like that idea of, like, being thrown into a game and you're playing a game of a game. I don't know. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. It's meta. Yeah, and I know, I know it makes a ton of jokes, Along those lines, it, it's pretty funny. Like it already was pretty funny, so yeah, I'm in, I'm interested. I only played probably an hour, and like I was like, oh yeah, I could totally, I could totally see myself digging into this. So well, it's interesting that you describe it like that because I'm playing a thing as well that pretty much fits that description. I would say in terms of similar to the. HDL combat, mm-hmm. Hyperlight Drifter, HLD, not HDL. Um, <laughs> that combat where it's like dash and and uh, exp- expanding on that to where you have like a melee weapon and a gun weapon, yes, and all these different things, different different options with that combat. But anyways, I'm playing Hades, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a roguelike that's pretty much built around that exact thing. And the different things that you're picking up on your run are are going to be the options that you have um, to change up that that basic combat loop, right? Yeah. And so when you die, it brings you back to the House of Hades in the underworld, which you're trying to escape because you play as Hades' son, Zagreus. Mm-hmm. And uh, you basically can have conversations with everyone around the house and that's how they kind of weave the the story and uh it's good it's really good i've put probably 20 hours into it already and i can i still haven't escaped yeah um i've died on him like three or four times on hades i made it all the way to hades okay so you actually fight uh, him okay yeah yeah and uh i've had him down really close but he's he's beat me every time so i'm like right at that point where I could escape at least the first time. I I think it's it'll probably yeah. keep going after you mm-hmm. get out once. So, but yeah, I like 
I kind of was in the same boat about Hyperlight Drifter that you were, where I, like I didn't really play it because of the combat. Yeah, I don't remember liking that part of the game really at, at all. Like mm-hmm. it was just serviceable. Mm-hmm. Um, but they replicated that same dash, uh, strike kind of mm-hmm. repertoire, and they made six weapons with it. And then your your items that you collect along the way are going to be boons from the gods of Olympia. Mm-hmm. And those are gonna. That's what's gonna like mutate your weapons a little bit, and uh, it's good because like the combat's so solid that I don't mind redoing it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I kind of, I kind of, I told you we talked about this offline a little bit, but I was kind of uninterested, uninterested in like roguelike games. Yeah, for a long time. Just the idea of like repeating and repeating and repeating without making progress seems like a waste of time to me a little bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, like I, if I'm gonna do that, I would rather play a fighting game. Kind of is my thought process, really. Like I'd rather play something that I could get better at and then test my my progress. Against people, not against the game. I was going to say, really. that's what you're doing in a rogue game. Yeah. 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 So, I don't know. That just seemed more valuable to me. But anyways, I started playing, I'm playing Spelunky 2 a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, playing both of them, I'm like, man, maybe I do like this more than I thought I, I do. Because I, I, I'm not, I don't know, it's just like a comfort food kind of thing where like I can just hop in and do a run and... It's like non-committal and yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I think that's a huge appeal of them for me. Like, oh, what am I doing? I'm waiting for I got something. For- 45 I got- minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, let me, oh, I'll let just me bang do, this out. do a couple runs real quick or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's totally valuable f- for that genre for me, for sure. But then yeah, I can also I- sink a bunch of time into them also in a sitting. Well, you end up sinking a bunch of time if you keep doing that, which is like mm-hmm. my what's kind of happening to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, apart from all that, I think Hades is just really cool. Like the art is awesome. Like yeah. the way they use the color palette looks real sweet. The characters look sweet. The music is awesome. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, it generally makes me like want to play more. Kind of. Nice. Like when that the soundtrack like picks up, it starts ripping. Like you get you get excited, kind of. You know what I mean? It's like, oh yeah, let me just. I don't know. It's sweet yeah. how they they uh, they give you energy with that a little bit. Yeah. And and uh, yeah, I I really like that game a lot. And I picked up all of uh, Super Giants games on a uh, on a sale because I'm like, man, I need to I need to play Transistor you and play- Pyre because okay, the art yeah. style on this is it's. Remember how I said at one time that I didn't like their art, I think. Yeah, I think you did, and I found that very offensive. Yeah, yeah, and, like, just playing Hades, I'm like, yeah, I was wrong. <laughs> it's, pro- it's probably because I just didn't see it in full, like, I didn't play the game. I was just, like, looking at screens or whatever, and mm. I didn't probably pay much attention, you know what I mean? I was, like, judging it without looking at it, kind of. Yeah. So, now that I'm playing it, it, it's, I think it's awesome use of of a style, really. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I really like, like their style a lot. It's like it's like they're they look like paintings. 
Yeah, which is yeah. Uh, which is really cool, and they're also super unique. Like the Pyre specifically, like I didn't love that game, but man, its art was amazing. Like they yeah. they really came up with some really cool designs in that one. Um, and Hades looks awesome too. I just haven't got around to playing it yet. Yeah, it absolutely is. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, but uh, I can I can piggyback Hades with Spelunky. I uh, yeah, because I'm still playing a ton of that. Yeah, I, I've dumped a bunch of time into that too. I think uh, I think that's the perfect game. <laughs> wow, really? You think it's? I, I mean, I I also think it's one of the most perfect games as well. But yeah, I think like what it tries to do as a video game, like the way it it like rearranges itself and the way it offers like bite sized um play playability. Mm-hmm. Like kind of feels old school. Like it reminds me of playing Sega, but it's modernized to a point, you know, because it changes. And I don't know, just it, it feels so perfect. Like what it is, I think it, it's awesome. It, it, yeah. it feels the minute you pick up the controller and start running around, it feels like you know what to do. Kind of it. It, it feels safe and uh, like I, I don't know what the word I'm looking for. Game game feel is so. It feels it's familiar, so, kind of. Yeah, sure. Yeah, and like it's so hard to nail down exactly what makes one that good. Is, yeah. But yeah. when you feel it, you know it. And Spelunky yeah. is definitely one of those games that just totally nails feel of a platformer, especially a modernized platformer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then really like I I I do think it's insanely brutal. Oh, totally. Yeah. It's insanely yep. brutal. Like, I I am impressed consistently at how the programming of the game manages to time all the traps and sp- enemy spawns, <laughs> like, so well yeah. to a point that it's always dastardly, like, it's always negatively happening in my favor. Yeah. Yep. There, there's a few times where, like, so in in dwelling, they added the moles, and they're and they're crawling around in the ground, and you can and you can see them in the ground, but they're they're easily missed when you're worrying about a billion other things in that game. And I can't tell you how many times I have like went to make a jump or fall into a thing, and as soon as I'm just about to land or or make the jump or something, a mole pops out right in your face. And like the timing of that is so funny every time because it's like, are you are you kidding me? Like, I th- there's no way I could have accounted for this really unless I was like, I I don't know. It's it's just it's just hilarious. Like I'll I'll I'm be ha- dropping I'm down. I'm experiencing suddenly there's ahead. a mole in my face. Yeah, I'm experiencing the same thing in the volcano levels with like the flames that jump out yes. of the lava. Yeah, they they're they're very similar. Yeah. It'll be like, "Oh, you're just about to land on this platform and then it it jumps out and also lands at the same spot." <laughs> and then that has the added danger of as soon as you like get touched by the lava, you explode and you're dead. So yeah. there's like even less room for error. But I really like that you're repeating and repeating and repeating looking for that one perfect run. I think that's kind of yeah, the chase is awesome. amazing, mm-hmm. and and that one perfect run is going to be like I I don't I don't know how I could get there without using shortcuts. Really, did you beat the first one in a? Did you make a run? Oh, to yeah. the first one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I actually think um I I said now 
on all the episodes that Spelunky has been around. Spelunky 2 is way harder. It is it is so much harder. It is, you have to go so much further. You have to do so much more things in in each area. And there's way harder enemies. There's way more compounding systems on top of systems. That yeah, because you can't fuck you. you can't just run through an area. You have to like get some things along the way, or else yeah. once you get to the end, you're like you can't Spelunky, do anything. Spelunky one, you absolutely can just kind of blow through because there there's an achievement in that game to beat it in eight minutes, to beat a run in eight minutes, and and that's really not as unobtainable as it probably seems. Yeah. And um, yeah, like two is just. It is so tough. I'm having such a tough time with it, and I'm I'm happy for that. I I don't have a problem with that. It's it's like I I was mentioning to you, like I that that chase and the challenge of it, and and because it's so hard to accomplish, is what keeps me going. Like if if I had beat a run already, you know, after having experience with the first game. I wonder if it would hold my interest, you know, because like, like you wouldn't, you wouldn't try to find all the. I mean, the I want to. trips through and everything. Yeah, like I want, I want to do that. But like my, like what I'm getting at is other rogue, uh, other roguelike games and roguelites and whatever. I, I, I ultimately end up completing them in a relative amount of t- like a relatively okay amount of time. Like I, I've never been defeated by a rogue game, except Spelunky. Spelunky is the only one that took forever for me to beat. And even when I beat, and like you said, the secret thing, like even when I beat a run in the first game, there's a, there's another one to do. Like there's a, there's a secret path. That's a lot more challenging and a lot more difficult. And I never did that one because it's so hard. And I tried for a long time, but I just never did it. So like the added thing too, for that is the secrets. Like, do you, you organically try to discover all those secrets for yourself. I have yourself, been. or do you play to a certain point to where you're like, okay, I think I've discovered everything that I want to discover. Now I'm going to yeah. look up the secrets and then try to, because it's you still have to execute the run, which right. is a feat in and of itself. Right. Yeah, I have been playing too blind because yeah. I didn't get to do that with the first game. Yeah. Uh, like the first game was long established after I started playing it, and I had watched a lot of it before I played it. So, like, yeah, I, so you kind of knew I what knew to do. All of the things. Yeah. So, like, two, two, I'm definitely staying dark on the secrets because I, fa- I figured one out myself, and that was like really rewarding. Like, I was really happy about that, but I have not been able to figure out anything past that point. And I actually sort of just stopped worrying about the secrets right now because I I want to complete a run yeah, first. Yeah. Which I'm not even close to doing. I have I have not even got close to doing yet. Yeah. <laughs> so um I've made it I've made it to the fifth area, which is um I, I guess I won't really say anything, but I, every time I get to it, I just die immediately. <laughs> Do you uh so do you have any other shortcuts that get unlocked, or do you have to progress from two two so, or two one all the way to? I. How does that work? Because I, that's I that's another part of the. Go ahead. Always play from one one mm-hmm. for the most part. Yeah. Like I want to do it all in one go, and there I, the shortcuts are useful for sure, and like learning 
like if, if you get a shortcut to an area that you've barely been to, then you can just spend some time learning it and whatnot. Yeah, that's my thing. I can't like I I die so much in one in the dwelling mm-hmm. that like I don't spend I don't explore enough in the second level. Yeah. So I I need I need the shortcut just to be able to explore. Yeah. Like I'll I'll play it both ways. Like I won't always just go to the newest mm-hmm. area, but I need that shortcut. I'm thankful for that shortcut. Yeah, it's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz like I was I was kind of starting to feel a little defeated really. <laughs> before yeah. right before I got that. I was like, "Man, because you can die. It's so easy to die. Like one mm-hmm. wrong thing." Yeah, totally. And the the first it took me so long to figure out how to get past the first boss. Like I just kept yeah. getting to it and dying and getting to it and dying. And like then you still ha- like every time you die, you still have to make that safe run all the way to the boss to even try to learn how to beat the boss. Yeah. So, I I don't play like that. I don't stubbornly play where I have to do it all from the first run. Mm-hmm. Um, and I enjoy those shortcuts. I do like, in at least as of right now, I do want to be able to play until I can do a run all the way through. Mm-hmm. But I would use those shortcuts to learn my way through that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But do do they have more? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I that's actually a minor complaint I have at this point is they're hard to open. Like, yeah, they're like really hard to open. And, yeah. and I think that sort of defeats the purpose of them. Cause the one that I have, the next one that I can open, you have to bring a companion through and they're the people that you can find within the level that run around and like throw things at things and attack the hired things. hands. Yeah, like they they help and they're a lot more helpful in this one than the first game because Man, they, they, they can really get fuck you, you killed up. a lot. Yeah, they can really fuck you up. And one of the shortcuts requires one of them. And getting one to that point is insane to me. Like that having being able to accomplish that is insane. Like the, uh, I, you can't carry them because they wake up and c- jump out of your arms. So you can't, you can't just carry one all the way through, which makes it a billion times more difficult. So like, I don't know how I'm ever going to get that one. And those so, shops randomly spawn. I, yeah. So like, so you've got to wait for that opportunity. Right. And I really don't like that. Like the one, the one prior to this, you had to have a, a mount, which again is like really up in the air and pretty random. Yeah. And at least you can ride them all the way through. Like they're you, they're a lot more controllable. But that one took me a while just to open. What if you have you tried to kill a hired hand and bring a dead one? I can I'm sure you can't bring a dead one. I I I haven't tried, but I would be very surprised if they were you like, "Oh, bring, thank you. <laughs> thank you for this dead body." Can, I don't think you can bring a dead body through the uh level finished doors anyways actually. Uh, you know what? I don't think I've ever tried. Hmm. No, I think I think they like if you're carrying a pet and it's dead, it'll just drop it right at the mm, floor okay. when you hit the R two R R button or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, Splunky is uh, it's very good. I'm I'm still excited about it. I have you know that's like one minor complaint for me on in that regard. And then I, another one at this point that I have is I I don't like the boss. I I don't like that one four of dwelling is always a boss. I wish it was randomized. It's it's kind of it's kind of like it it takes away some of the fun for me 
knowing like, okay, I know what's coming, you know? And just in that one level though? Well, there's more, there's more situations like that. Yeah. And, yeah. and so. Well, speaking of, I can't, that's where I'm stuck is Olmec. Yeah. I mean, I think I, I think I know how to beat him. I think I've learned how to beat him, but like accomplishing that and beating him is like, man, it's just one thing I've, I think to. I don't have as much of a problem with Olmec. I guess, um, because it's kind of just like a branching, which is what 1-4 is too, but Olmec is another branch in the path, and I don't have a problem with that as much, I guess, It, but for some reason, I just really don't like knowing that 1-4 is always this thing. It's always this one thing. There, there's, there's, some, there's some random chance shit taken out of that completely, which is like kind of just... It, it it hurts a little bit of the experience for me because like in in the first game you could get totally random shit <laughs> in the very first world like like not totally random I mean there's only so many things that can happen but but the fact yeah, that you never one, know is is this one feels like there's there's random stuff but there's also stuff that's in every one one and every one two yeah so that's how you that's how you explore it yeah like the like the turkey guy is always going to show up. That's not like a random thing. It's, there's always no. a turkey guy, and like yeah, so, yeah. so it kind and so then and then when you start thinking about how the world is generated and like knowing that it's building around that one stagnant thing, like I don't know why they did. I don't. I, I it's a very strange decision. I think coming off I, of the first game, I like that more actually. Really? Yeah, because it it like the. The level is still randomly generated. The enemies are still randomly placed. Yeah. Like, it's it's still just as treacherous. And, like, th- me knowing how to accomplish... that, Like, there's enough secrets that, I, it, that I'm not going to run out of things to learn and get bored with that. Like, I think the game will, will outpace me in terms of secrets that it holds. Like, I, I, I don't yeah. think I'm going to reach the end. And, and reaching the end of those discoveries is the only point in which... I would think that having, I don't know, having it be all the way random would be better. Like it would, it would be harder to, I don't know, it would be harder to learn how to get past certain processes if it was if they didn't show up all the time. Well, I don't agree because uh, like there were plenty of things that would show up in the first game that you wouldn't really see that often, but like. That was what was exciting about it was like, oh, I've only seen this a handful of times, you know, like I've only, I've only seen this a couple of times and like I got to I got to make my way through this where like. the Like one for the boss, I still die to it, but like it's not anything to me, you know, at this point, it's not like it's like oh, I know this is coming and I know exactly how to how to conquer it and I know exactly what to do. So it's kind of just like, well, this level this level was like sort of a waste of my time in a way. Yeah, I know. This is, this is like how, I don't know. I feel like this is always how, and this is common with you with video games kind of. I, I like mean, you, you, you just, you just I, have, I, have, I have an example of how Spelunky 1 was done. And I like that better is, you know, that's just, that's my point is like, I, I liked it always being random always instead yeah, yeah, of, yeah. instead of a couple set things every time. So yeah. it's not a problem. It's just like, eh, 
That's like the one. That's like one critique I have of the game that it, it's yeah. it's like it's just not my favorite aspect of it. So, like, imagine if the imagine if that boss was the first thing that you encountered. Like, why not? You know, like why why not make him the first level? Sometimes why why does he have to always be the fourth one? You know, like if you didn't know when it was coming, I think that's more exciting. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I agree, but that's all right. I don't care. Uh, you don't have to. <laughs> no, 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 I know. Uh, but I do like all the details in it. I love, I love the opening in that game where she lands on the moon, and then like hops off a little spaceship. Do you watch that walks, every time? Every time, wow. every time she she jumps down the little hole to go into the thing, and it gives you a little three part epitaph. Something, like, uh, something that we're missing. Like me and another friend that played the first game, we're missing the instant play from the from the very beginning. They took that out for some reason. You have to go through the menu. You have to go through the thing. In in the first game, you could just jump right into a run. You you didn't have to do anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that little. It gives you a three part little poem every time, and it's different every time. Oh, it's really? like procedurally generated as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've never so, watched that opening again after the very first launch of the game. <laughs> I always make it a point to see my poem, and then like right after that poem, she jumps down the hole. It shows you that poem, and then the opening title screen like pops in mm-hmm. with like the big uh, note from 2001 Space Odyssey, like the. With it, and it just says yeah. Spelunky too, and her torch. I think it's awesome. <laughs> like I, I seriously make a point to watch it every single time I play. That's really it makes funny. me excited, gets me hyped. But good, yeah. I think it's. Uh, I think that game's sweet, and like, yeah. I, I, I also want to add to all this conversation about like marrying this whole gameplay mechanic and and procedures and traps and all this like design into a game where you're adventuring. Mm-hmm. And like you don't know what's around every corner, so that run where you get past all the traps that you have learned about, and then you get to the traps that you don't know about, and you're sneaking and sneaking and sneaking because you're, it like it, it's like actually what it would be like to be spelunking in a cave with traps. It's like perfectly yeah <laughs> represented, and I love that about the game. I just wish it didn't kick my butt so much. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I think like if they could tone down the the instances in which it feels like it was out of my control, like you were talking about with the gnome popping out of the ground, like right, yeah, like yeah, that I stuff happens I, I more hate, than I would. I hate the moles. It ha- it happens more than I would like, and I don't I don't know how you can even account for that not to happen. Like, well, I think apparently is, they're going to be tweaking dwelling. That yeah. they just they just said that recently, so I think that is some of the game's charm because like you have to work around that and mm-hmm. navigate that. Yeah, but it also I I also feel it beating me down a lot at the same time. It feels like I'm just beating my face against a brick wall, like yeah, over and over and over. And sometimes that can be, uh, oh yeah, frustrating. Uh, I get. Oh yeah, I mean that's that's why a lot of people don't ba- play it, bounce, bounce off, off of it. that game. Yeah, like yeah, it's it yeah. is it is hardcore for sure yeah yeah uh it's good i have one other one other thing that i i think is just the meanest thing possible in that game and that is the bear trap have you died to a bear trap uh no i haven't but i am i know what you're talking about i've been in the jungle level enough to oh they're in other levels (laughs) 
Yeah. Yeah, and and the way that they're hidden is just so devious. Sinister and, sometimes. Yeah, it's just like, are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, man. But some like some of the stuff with like the shopkeepers automatically like flipping out as soon as an enemy comes in and like if you messes kill up it in there. there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you, it doesn't even have to kill it in there. Like if an enemy will displace one of the items mm. because it's coming after you, mm-hmm. that'll set him off. Mm-hmm. So like half the time and then like the arrow traps, some of the stuff that gets set off by enemies that you can't control yeah. it. Like sometimes it's just like, man, I, I, I stepped out and then I got blown up because yeah. Yeah, that's like the that's where it, that's where it, it's it's funny because yeah I I, yeah. I don't I don't get frustrated because it's funny right but it's also it, it kills good runs a lot and you're just yeah. like damn like what the shit that's what the, I think that's what's so fun about like when you do finally start to get good at it or good because you need some luck well you need luck but it, it, but it's also like like sometimes you see those things trigger and fire and you're like, you didn't get hit by it. And then it's like, Oh my, wow. I can't believe I just survived that. Or like when you do get hit by it, but you don't die. Like that's, that's when it's like, Oh, I just, I just overcame this extreme ordeal and I'm walking out, you know, I'm limping out bloodied. And it's like, I think that is, is great. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, I've had runs where, you know, I'm doing amazing and I jumped right into a bear trap and that's an instant death. <laughs> like you could have as much health as you want and you're just dead. <laughs> lovely. It's lovely. Yeah. But I have discovered a couple things and that does keep me enticed. Like I yeah. am like seeing stuff like from level one that I could use in level th- two and three and I'm like, oh, geez. Mm-hmm. And, and that's where the like repeatable circumstances are cool because they can carry stuff through the whole game kind of. Mm. What was I going to say? Um, the, the, the other thing about like discovering the secrets naturally or like on your own, it's like playing a dark souls game at release. Yeah. Because I played demon souls long after it came out or relatively long after it came out that there was, you know, wikis and shit and I didn't have to learn anything. Yeah. But playing through Dark Souls 1 blind, like that is a huge part of those experiences. Yeah, and just learning what what does what and everything. Yeah, and it's and it's awesome getting to do that with Spelunky now. I'm pumped. I probably won't look up anything for Hades either. I I've seen so little of that game. So Oh yeah, I didn't even I uh, see I don't even I don't naturally like gravitate towards that either. Mm. Like unless it's a competitive thing where I feel like I'm at a disadvantage for not looking into things, I yeah. don't. I don't typically. Yeah. Like I'll. I like that. That path of discovery mm-hmm. myself too. So, yeah, I think I am really excited for someone else that we know to or you or Josh to play Hades because I do think it's like I think it's pretty sweet. Yeah. Like I think you guys will both enjoy that. Josh especially, I feel like he likes repeatable, repeated combat. Yeah, yeah, stuff. Like that's right up his alley. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, both those games are sweet. Both those games are rogue like, rogue likes, rogue light or rogue likes. Okay, so I f- I feel like we just talked about this. I would call Hades a rogue light. 
because you carry progress in a way between runs. Okay, yeah, yeah. And roguelike would be Spelunky. Literally, because well, it's literally just it's literally just like a rogue game with nothing between. I mean, you can count the shortcuts, I guess, but like yeah, the hub world. Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't really count those because I don't play that way. I guess so. Like, it's 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 a crutch there to learn yeah, the game. Yeah. It's not really. It's not really changing the game. You know. So yeah. How many worlds are there? Do you know? I got sometimes, I don't know. Sometimes I look at those daily runs and people get to seven something. <laughs> so yeah. I so I don't know if seven is the secret stuff. And or if there's naturally seven yeah, on the Yeah, I'm, I'm just run. not sure. I've I've got to five. I kind of expected six to be the last one, but I What do you have what do you have shortcuts for? Just to uh four. One of the fours. Because <laughs> there's another one. There's two. So you have you have a shortcut to two and a shortcut to four? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, and I can't even get past two. <laughs> yeah, the uh the getting past what what is beyond Olmec is rough. Man, I think Olmec's rough. Yeah. Maybe there's a technique that I need to learn there to is, fix it. There is, and I think it's interesting because you didn't play the first one. I you know, I didn't sweat Olmec at all because Because you knew how to beat him because I know the first how to one. play play against them, yeah. Uh, and they yeah, and they so do yeah. something and they do something really cool with him in the second one that I really appreciated. If anything, yeah. they made him easier than the first game. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, I don't I still don't yeah, he's the final. He, he's the final boss in the first game. <laughs> do you want me to tell you what I'm trying to do to beat him? Yeah, I actually like. You really don't have any idea. Well, so I noticed that he's crunching the path yes. down with his his slam. So I've been trying to throw bombs down there and, and to like ball my way down to the bottom. But the few times that I've been able to do it, like one time I ran out of bombs and I didn't get all the way. So then I'm like jumping, trying to jump out of a pit as he's slamming it down, and that gets hard to do. Yeah. One time I had the teleporter and it was working really good. I was like teleporting out from underneath him and he was slamming it. And then I just, I teleported into the whole, like a part of the whole kill myself. Yep. And then, um, that's, that's about it. But just to have enough bombs and like to climb out of that hole, like I had ropes one time I was trying to jump between. Do you want to know anything? I, no, that's all right. Okay. I, I would, I like to learn how to. To do it, but like it took me forever to beat Quillman too. Yeah, I had to like learn. Oh, I can. It's a. Uh, it's it's funny. Like, um, they're part of their part of their write up about how they're planning to make changes to dwelling. They talked about like, you know, you don't have to kill everything and you don't have to pick up everything. Like, you should ignore some stuff. And I didn't realize that people probably play that way. Yeah, where they're yeah, where they're here. like they're gonna kill everything. And the Quill Man, the first time I encountered him, I was like, I'm just going to run away from him. Yeah, like, I, yeah. I, like, as soon as he opened up a hole in the thing, I was like, okay, I'll, just, I'll, I'll worry about trying to kill him later. And, yeah. and, and for the most part, I never kill him. I, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. But like, the problem is, is like, sometimes he rolls and sometimes he does a hop at you. You have to be every time. You have to be far enough away from him to trigger the hot, the roll. Yes. Yeah. And that's what I had to learn yeah. is how, how to trigger what. Cause like, yeah. okay, what's he going to do this time? And then I can't react fast enough because yeah. he can't move fast enough. So I am the same way. Like, I didn't, I, I've only killed him once probably out of. 
he's worth times he's worth killing. Him. Um, I just it's only if I have enough resources to do it. Excuse yeah, me. yeah. Um, because like it takes a like if you just throw shit at him, it takes like eight hits or something. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's uh, I love it. That game's sweet. I'm really glad. Yeah, like I was interested in it when you guys were excited for it and. Now me playing it is is good. I enjoy it. Hell yeah. I wish it I wish it didn't beat me up as bad, but that's probably part of the Yeah. That, I know that I can feel my heart racing when I get far into it and and it's that's the only reason is because it's beat me up so much. Yeah. So that's that's part of the rewarding process of it. So Yeah. That's sweet. That's sweet. Yep. Golf clap. Can we golf yeah, clap it? Absolutely. I didn't go away. I, I just realized I don't know if I did that yet on the nah. last two episodes. So. I'll, I'll wait to golf clap Hades because I know you'll play it and then we can golf clap it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll get I'll get to it at some point. I'm not sure when. I, d- I didn't want to be playing that and Spelunky at the same time. Really? No. I think they're I think they go good together. I mean, they're obviously super different, but as far as like um, juggling, be- like good- juggling between learning a run-based thing. I, I just don't want to do that. So it's interesting because I don't necessarily play Hades with the intent of learning like what the best combination of things is. Mm. I, so I know I'm ver- going to naturally do that. There's so much variety yeah. That like I'm kind of just and and actually it rewards you for trying everything too. Oh, okay. Like with resources you have like a little checkbox thing mm-hmm. that like rewards you at least trying everything. That's good. And and That's it, great. Incentivizes, Every game needs that. It incentivizes you even like with the weapons that you choose, like there's one weapon each run that will earn more every run. Yeah. So like I'm not even choosing like one weapon and getting good with one weapon. I've done a different r- weapon every single time. Yeah, that's awesome. And so I probably have 25 runs in it in 20 hours and every run has been like with a different weapon with different like upgrade things mm-hmm. too. Because y- you have a little bit of control over like which upgrades you get. Like you could always pick the same one, I guess, if it's there, but they're they're always pulling from a pool of upgrades. So like even if you wanted the same combination of you know trident with this power up, this power up, and this power up, you you're relying on RNG a little bit to get that. Yeah. So so because you can't even replicate that, um, it just I think it kind of just encourages you to experiment and. Like if you would get ha- like fail a run, like if you don't make it back, all the pr- progress that you earn, like all the coin and stuff like that, all comes back mm. for you to spend like mm-hmm. back at your house of Hades. And because of that, like it, I don't have, I'm not, I don't need to win every run, right? Like, and th- and that's a good thing. Like it, dying is fine mm-hmm. too, and and I still have the like heart race moments. Because it's it's hard, mm-hmm. and like I've had to grind a lot to get to that final, or maybe final, whatever I'm whatever I'm <laughs> perceiving as the final defeat now. So that like yeah. that's why that one's good, and that's that's a different like thing from Spelunky. Oh, like totally yeah. back and back and forth between these two games. Like I get I can do one run in Hades, and then once I lose that run, I can jump to Spelunky, and then once I get I get 
beat down by Splunky, I can go back to Hades and do another run. And it's, I don't know, they kind of work. Not that I don't need to tell you why I'm <laughs> playing these two games together, but yeah, I'm just saying they offer different experiences for the rogue like and light oh, yeah. game genre. Yeah, they're all. they're very different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What else? What else you been playing? Uh, you looking at other stuff on Games Pass? Uh, I did. I don't. I don't have a ton to say about this game, but I mentioned. At the, I think at the end of the last episode, I I checked out a game called Torment. Tides of Numenara, um, which is a mouthful of nonsense. That I think a lot. That's yeah, a bad name. I think a lot. A well, there, there's name. a there. There's some history here, which is interesting. So there is an old game called Planescape Torment that is kind of like a cult hit of old school computer RPGs. And I never played it. I know basically nothing about it other than it's like it had a following and whatever and, and made a big splash. I think it's from like 99 or something. Um, this game is like a spiritual successor to that. Uh, it came out about three years ago, I think. And what it is, is this, this is the Disco Elysium thing. It is primarily a game where you wander around and talk to people and you do skill checks while you're talking from a, you know a couple different pools of resources based on your character like it's an RPG it's it's got combat and equipment and all that stuff but but primarily what you're doing in that game is walking around and talking to people and inspecting things and doing skill checks and yeah. I really liked that in Disco Elysium. Like that was that is what makes that game interesting. I think for the most part is how it does the skill the skill checks in speech because it's based on your brain and personality and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And Torment, you know, it's a lot easier. It's a lot simplified. It's it's like, are you good at like, are you good at talking or do you have like a lot of strength or you know whatever the other one would be in between of like, I don't know, are you tricky or something? And that that part itself isn't super interesting. The most interesting thing about that game is its world. Its world is very strange. It's uh, it's set like a billion years in the future. I th I think it says that, <laughs> like in the game's description. Yeah. So so th this is like, you know, beyond science fiction. It's like. It's like kind of what Dune is, where it's it's so so far in the future that you know science fantasy. It's, it's like become fantasy at this point, yeah. So where like so there's like relics of the past civilizations that have risen and fallen everywhere in the game, and so like it it leads to all these really weird combinations of like well these people study this civilization we have no idea when it's from but like they have this one very weird specific trait of like they can read your mind or something and then here's this whole other group of people that are mutants because they were like mixed with some kind of creature at some point in the timeline and now they are like not even human at this point anymore but they still are from the planet and you know it's it's got all these just like crazy very strange very unique like things like there's no elves or any or there's no space elves or there's no orcs or anything like that it's like all this very just like weird stuff that you wouldn't think of and it's really hard to explain really what i'm saying but 
it's 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 a cool thing and it's a it's a game that I want to play after Game Pass. So like I wishlisted it. I've been curious about it for a long time. I think it was mostly well received. It was it was a Kickstarter game. It's by In Exile that Microsoft bought. Like I believe they make Wasteland and like Pillars of Eternity and stuff. But Wasteland just came out this year. I want to say that's the same developer. I can't remember for sure, but um but yeah, Torment is weird. It's a it's a weird yeah. neat thing and and it's sort of you're sort of really just like kind of reading a book that you're interacting with. I mean, you're moving yeah. you're moving around the world and it has combat kind of like a Divinity actually. It's mostly like Divinity where it's not a grid, but it's tactical turn-based stuff and you can like mm-hmm. The only difference is you can you always get to make a move and you always get to do some kind of action. It's not it's not you can spend all of your points on just moving in a turn, basically. Um, so the combat I've I, I played that game probably for like eight hours or so, and I fought one thing. I had one wow. one fight. So like that's it's it's so not um at least where I got to, it's so not a huge part of the game. Combat is not a huge part of the game. So yeah, it's yeah. it's kind of it's kind of fun to just sit back and like immerse yourself in this very weird fiction and just read about it and learn about it while also having the agency of doing like skill checks and stuff in you know you're basically just it's like a choose your own adventure kind of thing you know Yeah yeah it makes sense Yeah um so I I like that game I'm hopefully going to play it someday I'll 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 buy it when it's on sale on Steam but but yeah that was that was one of the things I wanted to check out last time on Game Pass, and I just didn't put the time into it because it's like so, a huge thing. So all these games you keep playing, you're like, yeah, I think I could play this, but you're not into them enough to play right now. No, I'm not into them enough to... Well, well, sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I've had CrossCode on my wish list forever, long before even playing it. Uh, I just haven't been ready to play it. You know, is there like something on the horizon you're trying to keep your schedule clear for, or are you just no? Not, I'm just uh, juggling a bunch of other games already to begin with, so yeah. So that's I don't know. I'm just looking for the one that's gonna just you know suck me in Pop and, and at you. yeah, pretty much. I Crosscode might be that one. Like I I really do want to play that more. So yeah. we'll we'll see. After uh, the other the other part of it is I'm trying to maximize use of Game Pass, right? So like. I want to I want to touch a bunch of things while I have it and then I'll go from there after that. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. I'm just I'm just asking, that's all. Yeah. I uh I just finished BioShock Infinite. Mm-hmm. That's an old game. That is an old game. I want to I want to uh I want to do some golf claps for Clear in the Back catalog because it's a great time for that. <laughs> clear Clear anyways, Back catalog golf clap. Back like that time of year, you know we were talking about that on our our last episode. And, uh, yeah, Bioshock Infinite has always been on my list. I never played it. I got the collection on Steam, and I played through it, and uh, I loved it. Yeah? I I have really fond memories of the first Bioshock. Me too. I think that game was incredible. Yep. Um, and really, like, the sequel, I... Don't remember loving the sequel, but I did play it like fairly recently, like probably five years ago ish. Oh, okay. I liked the sequel. I I actually think the gun or the gameplay was better in the sequel because they let you dual yeah, we- yeah. they let you dual wield and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And the the so 
the first one I feel like is kind of a survival horror game almost. Yeah. Like you had you had a melee weapon a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, they mess with the whole plasmid thing, but you're like a weak little human mm-hmm. in a, in a zombie. It's kind of humans versus zombies a little bit with the the splicers, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then the second one you play as a big daddy. Mm-hmm. So it would make sense for you to it's like almost a power fantasy. You would have you would be more dangerous. Yeah. And in the third one it's basically a shooter. There's not even mm-hmm. like it's not not even close to sur- to mm-hmm. survival horror. So uh the shooting mechanics were f- good. They're fine. They weren't there's I don't think there's anything wrong with them. Um it was kind of interesting I thought that you know, you had the tonics in the in Bioshock Infinite, which is basically your plasmids. Yeah. And, like, they built the whole world of Bioshock 1 around the use of plasmids. Yeah. And how they, like, deteriorated society and, like, all this. It was, like, the whole reason for Rapture being uh, dystopian. decrepit. Yeah. Yeah, dystopian wasteland. And, like, in... Infinite City, you just have tonics and they drink them, and then you have superpowers, and they have nothing to re- do with the story at all. Yeah, the only reason they're there is because like it, this is Bioshock because 3. it's a video game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. So there's there's kind of a lot of that in the third game, actually. Yep, like only here because it's a video game. Yep, but uh, I don't know, I don't know how you make sequels to video games without that a little bit. The answer and, is you don't, in my opinion. Well, I don't know if that's a good answer. Yeah. Like, you can always just play the original and sure. be fine with the original. Like, the not having the sequel and not trying to make... Like, I, I think something needs to be said for a game that tries to make a sequel and tries to get bigger and better. Like, I'd rather have it try and fail than not try at all, is what I would say. Sure. Because what if we get one that does do bigger and better, and then if we if we have that attitude about them that we're not going to try, then we would never have had that game. A hypothetical of a hypothetical. Wh- Witcher three. Uh, I mean, if they didn't. Your favorite game, one of your favorite games. I don't. Is a, I don't. Is a, I don't think this is an analogous. But let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just think uh, I appreciate that Bioshock Infinite. Did a, I think it did a lot of what the first game did well in its own way. Oh, like that they, I don't agree with at all. I'm curious about that. Well, they made a game that had an interesting setting. You know, it's like a steampunk city. It was constantly breathtaking mm-hmm. to walk around in. It was a fully realized world. Then then they... Like, the first one had that, and it had the, the twist at the end. Mm-hmm. And and those were like the two big things that it kind of hung its hat on. And like they they didn't even attempt a twist in the second game. Like no, I all. couldn't tell you a thing about the story of the second game. No. Yeah, they like they made they essentially made a sequel. Like the first game was kind of them exploring the the rich of Bioshock, and it's a it's basically a commentary on. Ayn Rand's Atlas Shrugged. Yes. Like, the second one kind of investigates the opposite, uh, like, political ideolo- ideology, ideologue. I don't know what the word is for it. Ideology. 
ideology, yeah. Yeah, this like the first one was all about objectivism, the second one is like collectivism, like the group. That's what the uh it's with the creator of the Ken Levine. No, no, no. Oh. Ken Levine was wasn't involved with the second one. But he was talking about in Oh no, he no. was yeah, he wasn't. That's right. They were making infinite. Yeah, that's right, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. And the third one, like, has that same meta stuff about different ideologies. It has the you know the same sci-fi story where you never can have your feet underneath you. It's like constantly pulling the rug out from your underneath your feet. You're like, what's going on in this whole story? Yeah. I I kind of had a little bit of trouble following that, like personally playing it, but I I still. You know, after after playing it and then going back and reading some stuff about like what was what did I miss here? Was it, I still really like like what it ended up being, and I think when we make sequels of games, you know, the game has to get bigger and better. That's why you make the sequel, and then you want to explore. You know, you want to build that world out. And Bioshock Two and Bioshock Infinite did that with Bioshock, and that was cool. I appreciate that. So. I don't think I'll play the DLC. Yeah. It's a whole another 10 hours of... It's like a whole another wow, game really? length. Uh, that's what How Long to Beat says. Oh, geez. I didn't know that. That's intense. <laughs> yeah. So... But yeah, if you guys... Uh, if you haven't played any of those games, the collection is available at the end of this generation everywhere for like under 10 bucks. Yeah, it's cheap at this those, point. It was free three, on PlayStation Plus at one point. Yeah, yeah. That's three absolutely incredible... Must play games, I would say. Maybe one absolutely incredible must play game, I would say. <laughs> For ten bucks, yeah, they're good. But whatever. Yeah. Uh, did you check out Mario Thirty Five? Yeah, I played for ten minutes. Yeah. Yeah, I never. I've not gone back to it, but I do think that is a neat little thing that I wish was better. And I yeah. I sort of understand why they're putting a time limit on it because it, it's kind of half baked. It's a, I think it's a neat way to celebrate like classic Mario. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yep, with, with you with having you like run through those original mm-hmm. like Mario levels, but then have it be like as part of a competitive thing. I think that's kind of cool, yeah. and it's a cool little celebration of like they could have just re- released. Mario and said 35th anniversary it's yeah which kind of is what they did with 3D world but <laughs> yeah yeah it i i want it to be better than it is cuz like i had fun the one time i played it and like just doesn't grab you yeah it like like i still play tetris 99 but my wife plays that too she plays a lot it's great it's a great game it's a great way to do a large scale multiplayer tetris game and like they they tried to do that with Mario 35 and like sending enemies to other players and stuff but it like doesn't really work yeah like it doesn't it doesn't make it really that all all that challenging you know and like yeah so it's kind of just a bunch of people endlessly running Mario levels yeah. until someone falls and and it and it kind of repeats the same levels too much to begin with you know like like yeah. you play through 1-1 one, one, like 40 times in a game. Yeah. And and like it it has this weird unlock system where like you're unlocking other levels to be able to play or come up in the rotation, but I don't really 
understand how that works. So like I played it for an hour or so and and really just played one one over and over and over. Like the other ones kind of came up sometimes, but yeah, it's 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 a it's an idea that could be something. It's just that they didn't execute it super well. Is 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 like what if we just threw in the Tetris ninety nine system into Mario? Like what would that be? <laughs> and that's all it all that's all it is. Like they didn't they didn't like go the next step or like do anything Mario specific really other than it being more enemies to deal with. But yeah, I was just curious if you had got around to it yet. So Yeah, I looked at it a little bit. I just it's not something that I care for right now. No. Nah. Me neither. Which is a bummer. But that's fine. Yeah, it's cool. It was a little free thing. I feel I don't I don't have FOMO of, of not playing that game, so yeah, like I don't think I'm missing a great experience by not playing until I win. Yeah, you're not. It's not. So, yeah. Have you been playing anything else? Yeah, I uh, I have something very exciting that I have probably played the most out of anything, and that is something called Clone Hero. And oh yeah, uh, a little you know, this is essentially illegal <laughs> so i'm just gonna throw that out there um but it there there's a there's a there's i don't know if you're aware of this you cannot buy rock band 4 digitally did you know that i know that you can't buy any well a lot of the guitar hero back catalog unless you just go to secondhand places because yep. the licensing for all of those songs yep. is is hard to come by, mm-hmm. and uh, that's why I still have all my plastic stuff because yeah, there's really like it's just getting harder and harder to find. Yep, that stuff really. So, so I I mentioned like two episodes ago that I got an electronic drum kit, and I I always liked playing the drums in Rock Band, and so. One of the things of trying to like learn them is like I need to get better at being able to move around the kit, and that's a little hard to do all on your own without some kind of guidance or anything. Yeah, definitely. And so I started looking into, okay, maybe I'll buy Rock Band Four, and you know that that's like a current current in quotes. It came out this gen and stuff. Delisted on PlayStation Store. is not there anymore as far as yeah. I could find. And so then I was like, okay, how do how about getting a disc? That's still a $60 game if you manage to find a new copy. Otherwise, you're buying it secondhand, which I saw a couple of them listed for like $200. <laughs> so that wasn't an option. And so I uh I had been talking to Mike from work who's been on a couple episodes now. And he had been mentioning Clone Hero, which is a fan-made version of specifically Guitar Hero on PC. And what it is, is literally the Guitar Hero, like, runway and note note look and everything and star power and everything. Except you can just have any song, basically, as long as somebody mapped it out to the game. You can just get files for that game for those songs, and you can play like an unbelievable amount of songs 
custom yeah. songs, the original Guitar Hero game songs, Rock Band, all that stuff. And it's really cool. It, it is a really cool thing. And and I and 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 would handle the situation that you're in where like I have the instruments, but I have to like bust out my 360 or or something. And with Clone Hero, you can just plug in one of those USB guitar controllers. controllers and use it. Yeah, and and those guitar controllers are like at a premium now. Uh cuz yeah. this has been around for a while and I just had never heard of it. And the version that I have uh you can you can opt into like a beta test where they're doing drums. And now now it accounts for drums and that is so awesome. That is so, that is so awesome. I, that is I've been playing it so much. And and like the thing that Rock Band did with drums, like they were really basic. It was only four buttons and a kick pedal, right? Yeah. And so it kind of like, uh, it you know it it took liberties with what actual parts of a kit that you're playing in a song. There was an an actual an electronic drum kit, like with cymbals and everything that you could get and plug into Rock Band, and it had a mode where it would differentiate between this is a cymbal that you're hitting and this is you know, a drum tom or the snare or something. Yeah, yeah. And so it's called like pro drums or whatever. And Clone Hero has that. The Guitar too. Hero Guitar Hero World yeah. drum kit had symbols on mm-hmm. it too. Yep. Yeah, but like no one no one I feel like no one ever remembers that game existed. That that yeah. specific Guitar Hero because like they tried the the whole thing and Rock they and they thing. and they went further with the drums because they added the two symbols and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But but yeah, so anyway, long story short, like I got my my drums, I got a MIDI cable to USB, I, I like set all the drums to, to buttons and keyed them into the game and now it recognizes everything and like, you know, there, this Clone Hero community has the songs available for like everything. Yeah. <laughs> everything, like all the Rock Band games, all the Guitar Hero games, and then... What about all your black metal songs? Well, I haven't looked for any of that because I don't have a double kick. Uh, <laughs> I'm not ready to do that yet. I technically could. I, I could get one, which is which is good. I'm going to get one at some point. But but yeah, I wouldn't be able to play a lot of the metal songs in yeah. the first place. I mean, you can... You can I, I don't know if you remember or if it, if this wasn't in Rock Band, but like you can play without the kick too. Like you can just turn that part off and yeah, play yeah. all the other things. Because um, I am very cognizant of my neighbors thumping. Yeah, and like so, I have to look out for the guy that lives below me. Like every time he leaves, it's like okay, I'm playing drums for a while because like I know he's not yeah. down there. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's been really really cool, and and I'm having so much fun with it. It's like. I I've sunk an an insane amount of time into that already. Like, it it's just awesome. That's what you're doing all the time. Pretty much, yeah. Like when I when when I have the time and when I see that my neighbor's not around, yeah, 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 yep. That's cool. You feel like you're getting better at actual drums. Can you bang actual skins now? Um, you think I because of your rock band experience. So that's what I'm like worried about and trying to like stay you know, very realistic about is that I'm mostly doing it to get comfortable with moving around at speed. Yeah. Right. Cause like without having that guided thing to play through, I was doing it by myself a lot. I was watching tutorials and stuff and it's like, it's like, you know, I'm, I'm 
feel comfortable with things and, and whatnot, but it's, it's hard to just do all of that yourself. So, so I think it's helping me for sure in terms of getting like a little bit uh, better. I, I I don't even know of like better. I mean, I've only had them conditioned, conditioned is a good word. I've, I've only had them for a month, so I haven't, or like a little bit over a month at this point. So, you know, it's a long, it's a long, it's going to be a long process, but that's, that's okay. Yeah, and yeah. uh something I did that was fun I was uh I was playing the game while listening to only the drums and that was like really valuable because a lot of the drums you know depending on the mix of the song which varies all over the place for every song ever you might not even really hear what you're playing in the game I so. think that's one of the things that made original rock band and guitar hero world like not fun kind of mm-hmm. it's like the song selection and the way the song, like the original Guitar Hero picked ripping guitar tracks and then they were mixed on the game so that you could hear the guitar track. Yeah. When you're like yeah. full band mode, like the rhythm guitar can get lost. Mm-hmm. And then, yep. I don't know. Yeah, no, totally. Like, and like in certain songs, I've, drums, even even though they were in rock band, certain songs, like you just don't really pay attention to the drums. Or they have yeah. you playing drums and you're actually playing like bass keyboard notes, like I don't know. It just I yeah. pl- I played a lot of rock band in college. Like we had a lot of fun with that. Yeah. But that was always my thing about like I didn't play Guitar Hero World. Yeah. Or rock band like I played the Guitar Hero games because they didn't offer that same uh I don't know like feeling of awesomeness really like it was only fun with people. Oh sure. Kind of. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, so, I don't know. It's just a random. Uh, I have I have the Guitar Hero Live. Yeah, the PS4. That's an itch, that was an interesting experiment. Yeah, kinda. I didn't really. I only played it once. I wasn't super into the. So, like, I guess the thing with the guitar portion specifically of Guitar Hero is like it always drove me crazy that I was putting time into that game and not actually learning how to play guitar. Yeah, like it. Like it's it's seriously. I, not a regret, but but looking back at all the time that we played Guitar Hero, it's like, dude, I should have really just went hard on guitar, because like, yeah. I, and and I tried so many times, and I would just get distracted. But here I am, you know, entranced by a video game where none of it matters and none of it correlates. And so yeah. like that, that's why like I've that always could be said about any any video game. Kind it, of it can <laughs> it can, but like. You know, that's so spe- for how much I care about music and how specific like yeah. that that is very specifically like, a, you know, I could just be doing this because you, then they made Rocksmith and Rocksmith is a yeah. really cool thing. And so like that's where the drums I'm kind of like, OK, I'm actually playing on a kit and I'm playing what they're playing for the most part. Like they, they do they do change some of the notes that are incorrect and I know I can hear it, which I feel very happy about. But. But for the most part, like getting that mobility across the kit because of what the game asks you to do is much more applicable to real drums than a guitar hero guitar, you know? And it's easier to, like for yourself, it's easier to get you to play something than it would be if you were just like listening right. and trying to parse what they were hitting and then trying to play that back. Yep. Like yourself. Yep. So it just gives you a path. Kind of. Yeah, that and that's all I really wanted from it, and and it's doing just that. And there is an unbelievable amount of rock band songs. I can't believe how many things 
how how much DLC and total total songs are available for that series. It is crazy, just so crazy. That's sweet. Yeah, yeah. Because I like missed I, the rock band vote. You, yeah. I played a little bit with you because the first one came out when we were still in high school. But like after that, I played it with a couple other people in high school. But after that, like I I never played it again, basically. So. Yeah, we went hard on that in college. I'm surprised you didn't. I think a lot. Sick. I think a lot of we people have did. like full parties. I know, like literally parties of people would yeah come over. Everyone would just be drinking. It would be like concert in your mm-hmm. like the commercials for the game. for the game. Yeah, like that that like literally happened. Yeah, I think a lot of people our age had that experience in college, and that we just didn't do that. I don't know. No, yeah. no one owned it. No one bought the game. So like. And it was like having those, you know, plastic instruments and that like nobody want like the the people at Josh. I lived with Josh and Alex. Nobody wanted to have them because <laughs> it was because yeah. like we worked at GameStop and we knew how difficult it was to get rid of them. And like, what do you do with them? They take up so much space. And, you know, no, I just none of us wanted to deal with it. Were so. you guys in a house or an apartment? It was an apartment. Something? Yeah. So there again, there wasn't like a ton of room. Space was limited. Yeah. 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 yeah I had a house. So we just. I mean, we had it, and it was it was ripping good. Yeah, it would have been fun. I would have. I know we would have played a lot of it. It's just nobody was like jumping. Nobody wanted to jump into having all of that stuff. So yeah, they had like different. I can remember they had like Beatles rock band. They had like Metallica rock Dude, band. There, it's all kind of different stuff. There are we, we had them all. There's probably like two thousand songs for rock band. Yeah, it, which is it's ridiculous. That is so ridiculous. So. Yeah, I still get out. I've probably said this on show before, but mm-hmm. I still get my guitars out and play through. Well, this is why I wanted to bring Hero it up. And yeah, this DJ Hero and all that stuff. Like I still like using that. Yeah. Now yeah. that you have a PC, if you really yeah, I should mess. If with you it. wanted to look into that, like there's like an absurd amount of songs, you know, because a lot of people made custom stuff at this point. Like they, yeah. you know, they mapped out everything you could probably think of so they have not done that for drums which is why i'm only playing rock band stuff for the most part but but that's plenty. harmonics is still trying to make music rhythm games they, saw, they, they, they are still trying to DJ, do that some kind of dj music thing coming up soon mm-hmm. can't remember what it is some mix track or something like that yeah yeah i don't know i've lost total track of what they're up to so that team made Thumper, didn't they? People that worked there made Thumper. They split off, which Thumper's so awesome. Yeah, I'm going to get my uh, PSVR out this week. Oh, yeah? I'm actually off for a while, so I'm going to get that out. I think I'm going to play Astrobot. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I'll leave it out. I'll leave it all hooked up for a couple a week or two, and then I'll put it away at the end of the vacation week. Yeah. That's my plan. Yeah. (laughs) That's probably enough, you know, like worth playing every like once a year or whatever. You think? Are you being sarcastic? I mean, no, I'm not. Like if I had the space, I I probably would have bought a VR headset at this point because I really want to play Beat Saber. Like I would love I would love to play more of that game. There's supposed to be more of it out on there, too. I heard some. Every time I get on there, there's more packs to buy. Yeah. Yeah, see, so. like, that's an example of a game that's probably not going to be evergreen. 
Like, I wonder yeah. what licenses for that game are going to be like. A lot of the games, a lot of the songs in the original, like, version of the game, I feel like could be Evergreen. Oh, really? They, they're, like, real obscure, electronic. Oh. I can't imagine the the rights to a lot of it being <sighs> that hard. I don't, you know what I mean? Who knows? I don't know. But that, that rights and licensing thing is a problem. Like, I can't find any old Marvel games ever to purchase. Mm because of that yeah i got any of the old like marvel vs. capcom fighting games or yeah yeah it's weird you'll see like nin- the ninja turtles uh and platinum game was delisted a couple yeah, like, it, like like two this. years ago or so you know yeah it's it's strange when that stuff happens but ninja turtles platinum game i should look at some of their their they have uh, a transformers one too I know I like Transformers a lot. Yeah, I've 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 wanted to like at least look into it because it was free on PS Plus like four or five years ago or something. So I've I've had it. I feel like I, I think that I think one I got delisted also. Might have that. You probably do. I w- I want to know how PS Five is going to handle back compat at all. If you're going to get performance boosts on any of the old games like you would with Xbox in their back catalog. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if if you get a little bit smoother frame rate and stuff. I mean, it's just a, a fundamental aspect of video games is that they do rely on hardware. So like, yeah. So like, how they're programmed has a lot to do with the hardware. So like, if the hardware itself is a little bit better, it might just naturally run a little bit better. They yeah. don't necessarily have to do anything to it. Like that. That's what Xbox they they make a point to like tell people that. Because that's how it works. Like, they're not doing anything special. It's just how it works. Like, re- yeah, but I, they're like putting HD. They're up. Like, if you run games on an Xbox One X, mm-hmm. doesn't it upres some of your textures and stuff too? Like, of old games? I don't think so. They'd have to, uh. they'd have to do something to that. Or, or if, or if the game had those already built in and were like scaled back. For the console, maybe, you know. Yeah, I thought I thought part of Xbox doing their back and pat like work was them acquiring those like 4K textures and stuff. Oh well, that to that, be able to add. That's to what those we're talking. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what we're saying. That they're touching it. Then they're doing something. Yeah, to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I like PlayStation. I could see not, not doing, doing that. that. You know, and so. Yeah. And so that's what I'm saying. I I want to know if it's going to happen with a lot of their stuff. Gotcha. That's what I'm. That's what I'm. Yeah. 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 No, I think like, I think like they said like for Ghost of Tsushima, which I'm very excited they answered that one specifically. Like they were like, yeah, whenever you play this on PS5, it'll run at 60 FPS. Like it's just going to, you know. Okay. Like that that and and I don't know that they're doing anything to it. You know, it it's maybe they are. Maybe maybe it's some like um maybe it's some like check whenever you download it on your ps5 it's like you're downloading this on a ps5 here's some of the settings tweaked maybe but like my the example i would think of for xbox specifically was red dead redemption where the first one uh if you just played red dead redemption on an xbox one it just ran better they didn't do anything to it it just ran better (laughs) which is which was interesting so yeah, I don't know. There's just like all this voodoo magic I keep hearing about. <laughs> like I watched that I watched that Tim Rogers video about Final Fantasy like twelve and he's playing Final Fantasy twelve on an Xbox One X. Yeah. 
And he's like, this is the best place you can play this game. Something with how they upgraded the frame rate. It has better frame rate on the One X than you can get on the PC. Yeah, they the consoles do a few very specific things like because like they're paint because over they're closed the... off systems. They can like focus in on like one thing. Yeah. that it does yeah. a lot better than something that's like open ended. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I I want that with my PS5. I want it specifically for Monster Hunter World. You know what I I want a PS5. I I, yeah, I wish I knew I was going to get one. I'm not that worried about it. I am actually. Why? I think they're going to be hard to get when they're out. And you you just want to play Dark Souls. Yeah, I want to play Demon Souls real Souls. bad. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I care about, yeah. Yeah. I'm not that worried about getting one because I don't care to play Demon Souls at launch. Wow. Miles Morales, like I would play if I had a PlayStation at launch, but I don't, like if I, I'm not going to be like, oh my gosh, I'm missing out playing it on day one. <laughs> like it's not going to hurt me. Yeah. And then Cyberpunk is out that week anyways, which I'll be playing on PC. Oh yeah. So I don't have, my time is, is finite and I would imagine myself dumping the most time into that anyways. Mm. So like I don't, it doesn't. If it takes me two months to get one, then I won't. It'll be fine. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just despairing about actual realistic timelines after launch of it being available. Like, I think they're being way too quiet about it. Because, like, why aren't... If if it's going to be available two months later, like, why aren't there more pre-orders? You know, like they they would be telling retailers that this is this is available after so long. Like maybe you could take more pre orders, but they're not doing that. You know, it's like yeah, it's it's weird. Know. I think it's a lot. A store can only handle so many pre orders. Like they can't keep. If they know uh, if they know they're going to have an inventory, that's not true. Which they can just order as many as they need. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if they if they if if there's a plan like, you know, how many months out, they they know they're going to get them and they know they'll have stock, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I and I think a lot of stores are probably holding them back for like Black Friday and stuff, which is stupid. Yeah, but I don't know. I I I have I have I'm very glass half empty about getting a PS5 within a relative amount of time around launch, so. Do you or do you feel the same way about Xbox? I don't give a shit about Xbox. It's irrelevant. But uh, they they've at least have like the Series X. Is that what it is? Series X. I have to double check myself every S single time. And Series X. <laughs> so every time, or I keep seeing Series X is in people's hands right now for like reviewing and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and th- that they don't have that with. PlayStation. Yeah, I don't. I don't know why they haven't done that with PlayStation actually. So that's kind of an interesting thing. Yeah, it is. But. We did get to see know. the UI. It'll be fine. Yeah, it'll be fine. Every I feel like every presentation they've done has been really well. The only the only blunder I can think that was a uh, on the whole release of this thing has been <laughs> the release when those pre orders. Yeah, well, the, when those pre orders went yeah, up. The pre orders, the that confusion was, around what games are available on what, all that stuff. Well, the confusion thing, like I I don't think it's on Sony to tell you that you can can play like how you can not play on their console 
Like they're they're trying to sell I, no, a, piece, I a piece of hardware, so they're not going to like give you every opportunity. Hey, don't worry, you can play it on PC. Like they're going to be, if they can withhold that information, then they will. Like I think it's it's in their best interest to do that. Sure, but it's also so it's, a really bad look when it's like, hey, this can be played on PC. Actually, no, we take that back. No, you didn't see that. That was a mistake. Like that's a really bad look because well, if they're not if they're not the ones porting those games, then how ha- like what does it matter? What do you mean? I mean, like, what if it's going to be a third-party port to PC, and that's how it gets to PC? Like, I, 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 don't, I don't, I don't think any of that matters. If if they if they know it's going to be on PC down the road, and they and they had marketing saying that, and then they realized they didn't want to release that message yet, that's a bad look, in my opinion. I, th- I that was very frustrating to me. I I just think the whole purpose of them saying it's on PC. Would be so that you can wait on and play it, not get it on PlayStation. Yeah, I and know. They're trying, they're trying to sell you it on PlayStation. Yes, I understand, so, but the but the information is potentially already out there. That that's the problem. That's a problem. Like this goes this goes back to the timed exclusive bullshit. Like it's I it's anti I get it's anti it's anti consumer. Yeah, I, so. I get why it's frustrating, but from a company perspective, yeah, I get it. I know it's fine. Like they're doing their thing. Sure, like that's that's how it works. Sure, but it so. but it to me looked bad you know like and it looked bad to other people too it's you know well regardless of that everything else they've shown has been strong the reactions to their games have been good the reactions to their ui everyone was pleased with that i think they've like it looks like they had their stuff together weird shit going on with that with that plan the guide thing is very strange to me what how they're how they're doing in-game guides on the ps5 what do you mean? Did you not catch that? Like, did you watch the video? Yeah, I did. Yeah, so they're they're including or they're showing the potential to include in-game like like walkthroughs in their games, right? Uh, which is neat. That's a neat thing. But I wonder like how that's going to affect like third parties. Like so they showed it with Little Big Planet. They were like, "Oh, you know, here's this thing that you missed in this level. Here's a video on how to get it." Are they gonna like? Are they gonna? Yeah, ha- who's are get, they gonna who's have putting that, that video? There? Yeah, like that. That that's yeah. like a really interesting new kind of spin to video game development. Like, is that on? Is that on the developer now, or is there like? Is, is there some like link you to? Yeah, or is there some like Sony team that like goes in? after the fact that like scrubs through the game and like records footage and stuff like it's like a it's like a really interesting logistical thing like as as soon as yeah. as soon as they started showing that i was like whoa this is weird <laughs> this is a weird thing i could see them being able to pull off the thing where they bookmark the game in certain spots though and quick load them for you Maybe. like the little cards sequence yeah i could cuz to me that would work the same way as achievements kind of yeah, I don't know. It was it was like uh Yeah, I guess I wasn't thinking about that part. It was just, it was more You're just always a doubter. I'm not da- I'm you not doubt- what doubt. am I I'm not doubting anything. I just I think you're that's a really a I think that's a really interesting thing. Like that th- that was like, "Whoa, what?" <laughs> this is this is crazy. Like is every game going to have this? Like that is it's just hard to imagine that happening. Like that, a lot of work on the back yeah, end for them. Yeah. Like that that's that's interesting, regardless of how I feel about it. Like that is like whoa. I, I'm curious to see how that gets yeah, pulled off. <laughs> so it's just it's like if they got people 
if Microsoft has people scrubbing their back catalog to up-res games with 4K textures, yeah. I don't find it hard to believe that Sony could be scrubbing their games for yeah. hint hint videos to put in. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I saw uh, I saw like people because another another aspect of this is like people that specifically do video game walkthrough content. Yeah, like so like this is like you know kind of potentially dangerous, kind of sidestepping like a lot of the content creation that people rely on. You know, which is you know it it happens. It's you know, but like that that that's where like all of that. It's like whoa, they they really are trying to do something like very very odd. Yeah, I'm. I don't know, revolutionary, but interesting for sure. Um, yeah, that was my biggest takeaway from that. Otherwise, it you know, the UI looks like whatever. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like when I was watching it and they were showing how, okay, now you can pause. Here's multiplayer. Here's story mode. It jumps right back into where you're at now because we don't have to load anything because you have SSDs. Yeah. Like looking at that, I was like, oh, that's interesting. Now everyone else is going to have to adopt that immediately. Yeah, that, I mean, apparent, like a, apparently like, Xbox, all, like, that's what everybody was saying coming out of these, rev, like, uh, preview periods, is that, that that feature is very nice and works pretty yeah, well. just in and out of things. Yeah. 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 I don't have any more games, though. I, uh, I've been putting all my time into roguelike. Yeah. They're purposely being... Uh, shaky on whether i said like or light there so (laughs) yeah yeah i I started playing crusader kings 3 on game pass and i have nothing to say right now because like i am just completely overwhelmed by that game it is it is a lot of information to handle and i don't know i'm intrigued by it but it's like it's like a game you don't play it's you, you kind of just like let things happen and then make a decision and it's it's strange but the coolest thing about it and i think one of the reasons to fire it up on game pass exclusively is to see the world maps at different periods of history it is fascinating like to yeah s- I, could, I could see to that. see like okay here's like 1000 year 1000 scandinavia when people were like sort of still vikings but not really and like they were starting to have kings and stuff, and like here's the the breakup of like the the countries we know of today, and like how different their territories were and stuff like that. The map is really cool in that game because you can like toggle between different like who owns what and like all this shit, and you can zoom into the landscape and like see like the terrain of like that part of the world. Like it's that part alone is really cool to me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as far as the game, I I don't know yet. Because I'm, I feel like I'm drowning when I play it or try to play it. So, when's your when's your Games Pass expire? Next week. Okay, so you got it for another week to figure it out. Are you gonna play it much? You think? Yeah, I want to play more of it. I, I I'm probably gonna maybe play some tonight. But is there anything else on Games Pass that you're uh, trying to check out? Uh, I can't really think of any off the top of my head. Um, I don't know. I don't. I can't think right now. There might be like one more, but I'm not sure. So, I got a T flight. I'm gonna play uh, Squadrons. I just downloaded that. Oh yeah, that came out. <laughs> Wait, you got? Is that a flight stick? Mm-hmm. Oh okay. I didn't know what you were. T- I was like, what's a T flight? 
It's a it's a hota, so it's I have the separate uh, thruster okay. and stick. And apparently, Squadrons has quite a bit of like down power your shields yeah. to put into your weapons and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So that kind of sounds neat to me. Um, so I'll check that out. I I downloaded the uh, update to Ghost of Tsushima mm. Legends, so I I picked a class and played through the opening of that. Oh yeah. Do you think? Do you think? Uh, like you said, you're going to check that out again. Do you think you'll be interested in p- trying that multiplayer out? Meh. I don't know. How about you play it a little bit and tell me if it's interesting. <laughs> Well, I don't want to play it and then have to do it again. Is that how it works? Is that what it is? It it looks like missions. Okay. It's like story missions that you would play through. And there's like daily activities and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you're leveling up a class guy. Okay. So, I would imagine I don't know how I don't know if they have plans to add to that or if it's going to become a live game now. I think it's really cool how they pivoted uh very it's awesome very surprising it's awesome like it's the same engine for the game they just were like oh now we're going to invest investigate this whole like mystical side of it and everything's like yeah. red lit and it, they kind of like changed the lighting a little bit and like everything works in this fantasy setting really well too mm-hmm. and they kind of just built menus to navigate all of that instead of having to navigate to it like in game Hmm. And like there was stuff in the original game that kind of played with the mystical side of yeah, like it a little bit, but you didn't ever really fully go into magic and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I'm curious to see like how this works. It's it's kind of neat. I don't, I played like a good bit of this game, so I don't know that I need to play more. But I, I like multiplayer yeah. experiences, and I would I would do that if people were willing to play. Yeah, that's. My hesitation is I'm not very excited about the game in the first place. So like, do I want to so do I want to put time into that? Like we could play. It didn't something carry else. over. It didn't carry over any of my story mode stuff into the new mode. Mm-hmm. So if you were thinking about revisiting it, I would say let's just revisit Legends, and you can decide if you like it from there instead of you actually playing the original open world game again and getting mad that it's an open world game and not holding your interest. I'm not I was I'm not mad at that game. I just like I I don't but that's the thing is like I'd rather play that than the multiplayer part. You want to Okay, that's all right. Yeah, like I that's just... that's that's sort of what I'm saying is like if I'm if I'm going to play that game again, I don't really want to play a multiplayer mode that I'm almost certainly not going to be invested in. Yeah. So Yeah. I think it's I think it's fascinating that they added that to that game. It's really cool. It's a really good example. Like I it makes me think about when they developed this, did they just have all this leftover stuff on the cutting floor and this was them like figuring out how to use that and make it work into the game? Or did they build it with this plan to always yeah. have this yeah. thing? Or was it so successful that they got some extra money? So that's why they like it's really fascinating the way they used they had this engine for this game, yeah, and they made a really good game out of it. Like I, I love that game, and a lot of people love that game. Um, and then they were also able to get this whole other extract this whole other game, yeah. like from that, and they're just giving it away for free on there mm-hmm. as an update. Like it's it's real sweet. That's it's it's awesome and. 
you know, that game was in development for a whole long time. Yeah, so. I, I'm sure. I'm sure this like was pursued at some point along development, and they were like, ah, we don't know if, yeah, this, let's is, ma- if this is going to be something. You know, shelf it for now. But yeah, yeah. But it's interesting, like for that game specifically, because there's a lot of sequences in that game where I think you can kind of see the strings of what it is. Like they didn't animate conversations a lot of times, so the camera will pull back, yeah. and it'll just be two people like standing there, mm-hmm. and they kind of give you like a panoramic view of like the environment as opposed to the actual conversation mm-hmm. that's happening there. And you know they record a dialogue and everything, so you don't really notice that as being something that the game's missing. And I I just feel like they, this is just another example of them kind of using what they had in a way that. Yeah, is for a better product. Uh, it's just kind of I don't know. It's it's a cool thing I think. But whether or not like it's the actual mode is good. Yeah, like yeah. in and of itself, I like I don't even I'm not even speaking to that. Yeah, at all. I just you know it's it's cool what they. This game seems to be worth the price tag, kind of. I guess I don't I don't know. Mm. Making different points there, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess we'll, we'll see how that is next time. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't have anything else. That's, that's all I got. Yeah, that's all, that's all I have. I don't, uh, I'm still going to be cleaning up the back catalog, I guess. I'm, I yep. might get into Alien Isolation here. Yeah, I actually I thought to... about looking into that because it's on Game Pass, but there, there's another like first person horror-y game that I want to play instead, so... It doesn't interest you to like be creeping through the Nostromo. It does and, not. Uh, <laughs> it does. The whole it does setting not. of it is. I love Alien. Yeah, I me love too. Alien. I and I like shitty Alien also. So like I'm a huge fan, but I just you know I played Amnesia. I understand how that hide from a monster thing works, and I don't want to do that. I just, yeah. I just It's it's cool. It's a xenomorph and stuff, but. I don't really have enough interest, so um, I thought about it, but I, I probably won't. So I think that game in VR would be crazy. Is it in VR? I think it is. Yeah, I'm gonna try. I think Resident Evil. I don't think I have to buy it. I have the disc. Oh yeah, it should. You should be able to just play it in VR. Yeah. Yeah, because some of them are sold separately. Like Borderlands is separate. Okay, I didn't. I, I didn't know that then. So, so. I think so, I, I could be wrong on that, but I think some of them are actually separate purchases. I mean, I know, I know the ones that are specifically different games are like Doom. Doom VR is a totally different game. Yeah, yeah, and, and Super and Hot Super VR Hot's a totally different game. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So maybe that's just what I'm thinking. I could be confused. Yeah, I'm not sure. Alien, I think, is but, in VR, but maybe it's like one of those things that everybody was like, "This needs to be in VR," and it isn't. I, I don't. I'm not sure. So. So, uh, what do you think about a Spelunky stream coming soon? Sure. What do you want to do with it? Co-op? I don't know. I just thought it'd be funny. It'd make for some good highlights of us killing each other in Spelunky, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't care. You could lead me around a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we could We could do that. Yeah. We should just try that before we stream in general. I would like to see what that's like. Yeah. Uh, it, I'm, I'm sure it's uh, Hopefully at this, at this point, I, I think... I don't know if online is implemented in the PC version yet is is the one thing. So, 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, if, if we're going to do that, I don't know if it's my channel or your channel. Mine's twitch.tv slash lost in a contraption. And AJ's is twitch.tv slash AJ suave. They're always in the description because AJ spells suave weird. <laughs> um, How should I have spelled it? S-U-A? There should be no W. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I think, uh, I think that's going to do it for this one. I haven't been streaming much since the last episode. I just haven't made time for it. I want to stream more. He's been drumming. He's been yeah. drumming. Dude. Yeah, that's true. For, let's get real. I want, I want to play more. I want to do more Spelunky. I just, I want to see them drum streams. Dude. I want to see you get real sweaty and big <gasps> beating on the skin. And no, stuff. there's Alex Navarro already does that on giant bombing. He, that's why you should do it. That's <laughs> You should get a really shitty, a really shitty person who only just started learning how to play. Yeah, (laughs) just 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 struggle. Just watch me struggle to play it. That's part. That's part of the experience is watching the person progress. That's what gets us invested. Yeah, for repeated programming. (laughs) Sure, character development on drumming. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm looking down the barrel. Of like twelve days off, it's in my mouth, mm-hmm. like the beginning of, the beginning of Fight Club. That's, that's new, uh, I'm, okay, I was like, where are you going with that? Because that's a real dark, like image. <laughs> yeah, but it's my vacation that's going to shoot me. Yeah, so it's not. So dark. it's a good thing. <laughs> I'm going to die it's, from my vacation. <laughs> I'm going to die from being able to have free time <laughs> to spend it on whatever I want. Yeah. yeah. That's going to be good. I like it. So I'll play some games. We'll have more for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's it. So. We'll, yeah. We'll see. That's all I got. Keep playing games. Yeah, we'll see you. Peace. <laughs>